0: Welcome to Two Pits in a Podcast, where we will talk about child health from birth right away through to adolescence, dealing with issues of illness, development, and everything else that is of importance.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Two Pits in a Podcast. This is episode 19, where we'll be going through treatment of diarrhoea. With me, I have Simon Strawn. Good morning, everybody. And I'm Michael Platten. Welcome. What we're going to be going through today is the treatment of diarrhea, like I said, where we're going to be covering the non medication uh, treatment and then the different medicines we can actually use to help that. And we're going to touch a bit on probiotics later. When we treat diarrhea, we are looking at maintaining the fluid in the body and we're keeping up with what is being lost. That means giving orally or in the mouth the fluids that they need to keep them hydrated. Simon, what has your experience been with treatment of diarrhea in terms of fluid volumes?
0: So I think the first thing is that many parents are not entirely sure when to start treatment and when when should we be looking at using uh, fluids and what we call rehydration solutions. So I think the, the message there is in the word rehydration. It means that generally you need to be dehydrated before you start giving rehydration. Ideally, at home, you want to be able to identify when that is. So we've said before, we need to be having proper diarrhea. I mean, we need to be having more than three watery stools a day. Your child needs to be in a situation where there is clearly more coming out of it than going in. Uh, and that is when you're going to be potentially heading towards this thing called dehydration. So then what you do is you have a look and we need to decide how much, what to give, and how much fluid to give. So what we are going to give is rehydration solution. So now there are many different types of packets that you can buy. Some have uh, weird flavors. Some are not too bad. The point is they all taste a bit salty. <laughs> they all taste a bit salty. And a bit sweet. Yeah. More sweet and a bit of salt. Sweeties, yeah. <laughs> so, so it's a bit like, you know, if you've had a really good workout and you drink one of those energy drinks, that are a bit sweety, salt, salty sweet, they taste delicious. But if mm. you drink exactly the same energy drink when you haven't, you can taste the sweety, salty. So, which means that if your child, if you're trying to get rehydration solution down your child, uh, it may not be the easiest thing in the world. Yeah, they're going to fight a bit because it tastes a bit off. So, that's the one. I think the other important thing is that you can make the stuff at home. And I think it's important mm. to know that you can take a liter of water. Boiled and cooled. Make boiled sure it's and lean. cooled. One liter, boiled, cooled water. And then you take eight level teaspoons of sugar and half a level teaspoon of salt. You mix it into that one liter, and that is rehydration solution. And you have to discard it within 24 hours. Yeah, and, and that's what you use. I know lots of people want to use these isotonic drinks, people want to use diluted fruit juice, people want. I get the point that you're sometimes in a situation where your child is just refusing to drink the rehydration solution, but will drink something else. And in that situation, I generally say, just give the child what you can get down him where. Yeah, because if you don't get it in, they're going to dehydrate. Exactly. But ideally, to prevent the consequences of dehydration, which generally means admission to hospital, you need to be giving the fluids. Now, remember, if we admit your child with dehydration, all we give in hospital intravenously, in other words, through a drip, is rehydration solution no magic no medication just rehydration solution so if we can get the rehydration solution into the child through the di- because of the di- 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 diarrhea and honestly and often they're having diarrhea and they're having vomiting but if we can get the fluid into them we'll avoid dehydration so the question is how do we get the fluid into them
1: mm. right because I was actually going to ask you the same thing <laughs> so what we need to look at is are they able to tolerate certain num- amounts of fluid at a time. Because normally, like, if they are vomiting as well, their stomach is very sensitive. So if you stretch the stomach too quickly with too much fluid, it gets very irritated and that's why they vomited out. What we normally do is give a certain amount of fluid and if they're not tolerating it, you half it. I'm not sure if you agree.
0: Yeah, by not tolerating you mean if they're vomiting and
1: they're it out. out. yes. Uh, you half the volume, but you give it more frequently. So, we don't want to overstretch the stomach with too much volume. So, we reduce the volume by half, but we give it more frequently. It gives the stomach time to empty out. If they're still not tolerating, you give half again, half that. So, you start with 20 mils. If not, give 10 mils every 10 minutes. Half it again, 5 mils every 5 minutes. And you keep doing that until they get to a point where they can tolerate.
0: I think that's right. And if you literally, that's how you do it. So, you start at around 20, 25 mils every 20 to 20 minutes or so. Uh, if they're not tolerating, you end up down at what is equivalent to like a teaspoon. And remember, if you're using the rehydration solution, the reason there's so much sugar in it is because the sugar is absorbed quickly and it drags the fluid with it. So if you can get the teaspoon of liquid into the mouth and swallow it, it generally is absorbed, even if the child vomits again. But if you're at the situation where you're giving five mils and then 10 minutes later five mils and the child's vomiting and vomiting then you're on a hiding to nothing and rather just come in and let then us we'll, do something we'll be seeing you quite soon yeah but that's that's how you do it it's small amounts frequently and mm. and the other important thing is don't worry if your child doesn't eat don't give food for the first 24 mm. hours unless your child is screaming hungry and asking for food and then you give small amounts of bland food But don't worry that your child's not eating. That's not the critical thing at this point in time. It's Mm -hmm. the critical thing is getting the right fluid into the baby to keep the child hydrated. Mm -hmm. And that's what you do. And I generally give my patients four hours. I'll say, this is the process. This is how you start. This amount, just like we've said now, every 20 minutes. And if after four hours you still feel like there's more coming out than going in, if you are still in the situation where you're really uncomfortable about handling it at home, come back and let's admit. Mm. And and anecdotally, 95 to 96% of patients get through it.
1: Yeah. It just takes time to get through it. Scary though. scary. You just
0: need that courage to go, hang on a second, let's do it like this. And you'll be amazed at how quickly um, the vomiting does stop. And and look, the diarrhea is probably not going to settle for a few days, but in Mm. the phase of gastro, when you've got diarrhea with gastro, the vomiting will settle within a few hours. Mm. I, I think it's important
1: also to set limits, like you're saying, after four hours. If you haven't had any progress, make a call, say, that's it, we're good.
0: Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. And always monitor your child. Is your child passing urine? Is the tongue dry, Etc. Cetera, et cetera, Do they have tears? Yes. Are,
1: so, their and, eyes pull, are their eyes pulled back in yeah. the
0: head? No, th- this is the most important thing about diarrhea, vomiting, dehydration, is using rehydration solution, as we've said. There's lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of things that you can buy from the store that will settle diarrhea apparently or help your child to settle vomiting. We don't use those. Because the -the over-the-counter medications for vomiting in children, the side effect profile is not great for young children. Because it works in the brain. Correct. Mm -hmm. The the things that you would use for diarrhea, now a lot of people think don't stop the diarrhea because the virus must get out. Well, unfortunately it's not as simple as that. It doesn't actually, doesn't work like that. The virus doesn't have to get out because the virus is in the lining of the gut. But there are lots of sachets that you can buy. Uh, and all these things do, if they do anything. If they do anything. Is make jelly. <laughs> <laughs> they do, they, they, they literally make the stool a little bit more firm and they maybe reduce the stool by one stool per day. But they are not gonna stop diarrhea, they are not gonna stop gastroenteritis and they're not gonna stop the dehydration. So don't rely on those, you rely on the fluid that you can get into your child. Mm. And okay. then probiotics as a general rule, they do not work in gastroenteritis. There are some. There's some research to suggest that it may reduce the stools by one stool per day. There's some research that suggests that myrid might reduce the diarrhea by one day out of six or seven. But again, there's no evidence that it's going to reduce dehydration or it's going to reduce the need to admit your child if your child develops dehydration. Mm. So again, I'm sure you will because you will feel like you need to be doing something. You will run out and buy someone at one of these things. But don't rely on them to sort out the problem. The rehydration solution sorts out the problem.
1: Mm. I think, like we've said before, is try it if you feel that you need to, but if it doesn't work, then rather stop it.
0: And don't spend lots of money on stuff that doesn't work. But they, they need, but
1: you need it, to try it, but yeah, it. we were saying, just use fluids. You do what, or get, give them whatever fluids they will drink and they should pull through. If they're not, then come and
0: see us. so We can help you. So we were talking about whether you should stop dairy products and lactose. With diarrhea, and a lot of people do it off the bat. Now, yes, your child can develop a sensitivity to lactose, which we all know is the sugar in the milk, but that is not going to happen until your child has had severe diarrhea, in, caused by an infection. Diarrhea meaning more than three very watery, runny stools per day, and that's been going on for at least seven days. So, if the diarrhea has been going on for more than seven days, then yes. You may need to stop the dairy, and you need to stop it for two weeks. The diarrhea will stop if it was due to the lactose. But this is a decision I don't think you should be making on your own at home, by yourself. I think that if your child has had diarrhea for more than seven days, you've probably spoken to your healthcare provider. Uh, If you have, speak again after seven days and have this discussion. But there is no point in stopping any milk product until at least seven days of severe diarrhea. I think that's a
1: nice overview of treatment. I think we've covered most of the things. If there is something that you feel that you need to know more about, then contact us. We're more than happy to help out and just direct you. Diarrhea will carry on for five to seven days. Your children will not have an appetite. Just like when you have diarrhea, you don't have an appetite. It's exactly the same for them, but they they will be thirsty. Set limits to four hours. If we are not winning let us know or bring them in so that we can have a look. If they need admission, we're going to be giving them fluids, and they're going to be getting
0: better. Don't rely on the medication to make the difference. Rehydration solution is what your baby needs through this diarrhea episode.
1: Yeah, I think that's it. Awesome. If your children have allowed
0: you to, thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you found this of value, please be sure to sign up to our email list at www.care4kids.co.za and that's the numeral four and subscribe in your favorite podcast app or follow us on Facebook. At 2 Podcast.
1: At 2 Podcast. T-W-O, not the numerical two.
0: This is our disclaimer. The information we have given you in this podcast is our own personal professional opinion. We're giving it to you for your own information. Please don't use it to treat yourself or to treat anybody else. Rather, go and see your own medical healthcare provider and follow their advice.